Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. If you remember from last week, we actually missed our goal, and we only made two, I think, wait a second, 200 bucks last week because we lost on Apple. That one kind of uh, took me for a loop. But it is what it is. We win some, we lose some. However, we are at 2.8%, so we're just a smidge below the three that we're actually looking for. So let's see if we can hit 1.2 this week to bring us back up to where we want to be. All right, first and foremost, we're looking at Lowe's. That's the only one we brought over from last week, L-O-W, Lowe's. Lowe's started out the year last year at 173.72. By the beginning of March, it found its bottom at 150.84. Now, it took nine months for it to hit the high of the year at 263.31. Okay, so from the high of of the year, she's sitting a new 30-day low at 219.92, and that was yesterday. Now, I got lows at 258. Well, sure ain't gonna hit that this week. Not sitting at 229 or even at 230. But anyway, let's see if we can generate some cash flow. Now I'm looking at the 229. Let's open up seasonality and see what that looks like to see where she's gonna go for the next week or two. Okay, so for the next two weeks, actually the next three weeks, she's basically going to be flat, not really going anywhere. So let's take a look at the big chart and see what the big chart says. All right, so the big chart. Wow. Has the, the moving average, the 50-day moving average going on the upside, which is a very good, strong buy signal. However... The buyers are retreating and the sellers are still in charge, so to speak. So the sellers are, are uh, it's like a 26 to 11. So that's more than a 2 to 1 ratio. So it's twice as many sellers as there are buyers. But it is what it is. Yesterday there was quite a bit of volume and the day before there was a lot of volume. About, I don't know, about 75% uh, more volume than normally. And I'll give you a quick for instance. The average volume is somewhere around 3.4 3.9 million on average. Uh, yesterday she had 11.7 million shares, and Friday 11.4 million shares. So there's quite a bit of shares trading yesterday and and Friday. However, she seems to be bouncing off of that low, that new 30-day low of 171. Let's see what happens. Let's see if there are any trades that we can actually do. <coughs> now remember, we got this at 150, uh, 158? No, 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 what the hell? Sorry, 258, we got this. So let's see what's available now. We're not gonna get the 258, that much I do know. And it would be helpful if I had the right stock symbol in there. 
That happens once in a while. All right, so we would really like to get the 258, but we could do the 240. Is it 247? No, let's do the 237 and a half. That's giving us a buck 40 per share. We'll have to keep our eye on it. All right, this way, because uh, we don't want it going above one. Um, what is it? Whatever it is. And now we only have 600 shares, so we have to do six contracts. And six contracts is going to give us $834. Okay, so $834. Um, well, let's do that. That gives $800. So now we got to come up with another $400. So let's see what we can come up with. All right, so that's the only stock that we actually brought over from last week. So let's jump in and <laughs> see what we're looking at for today. Now, considering it is the 25th of January, we want to look at stocks on the week of the 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, so on and so forth. Okay, all right, so the first list we want to look at today is going to be the Dividend Kings. All right, we got one, two, three, four, five Dividend Kings are going to be paying up their dividend, their EX date, 10 days, or two weeks from today. Now, the reason why we get in two weeks ahead of time, it gives the stock a chance to move and then see what happens from there. PH is first on the list. I want to say Philip Morris, but no Parker Hannafin. I should remember that. 88 cent dividend, PH. Now, Parker started out the year at 270.10, uh, quickly found the low of the year at the end of January of last year. From there, she jumps up to a trading range between 290 and 315. It just travels there for the whole year. Gaps up in uh, November to hit a high of 334.98. Now, usually when you have a gap up, that's going to be followed by, you guessed it, a gap down. And she did. She gapped down on the end of November. That's pretty neat. Gaps up the beginning of November and gaps down at the end of November. So we're looking at the last ninety, uh, last thirty days. We see a low of two eighty, eighty nine seventy seven, and a, and that was uh, the end of December, and we see a high at three thirty fifty, and that was uh, in the middle of January on the thirteenth. That was just um, not last week, but the week before last. Okay, so from there you get your little profit taken, then she drops down. Now she's sitting at 305.91. And if you guys have been following me around for a little bit, you know that I don't do stocks over 250 bucks. Only because I have a limited cash. I can't really do very much with this. Okay, so she's dropping one, two, three, four, five. So we have five days of lower lows and lower highs. So that is a good indication that this baby ain't going up yet. Not until it finds a good secure bottom. 
Now, today is not lower than yesterday. However, it's pretty close. We got a low yesterday of 298.32 and a low today at uh, 301.89. It's getting close, but like I said, I don't do the stocks over 250 only because it limits what I can do. And we have four others to look at today. BKH, is that Black & Decker? No, Black Hills Corporation. One of these days I'll get to know all of them. You know, because there's so many stocks, how can you remember all? All right, Black Hills Corporation offering 56 and a half cents. BKH into the one year chart, and this is what she looks like. She started out at 59.69 last year, quickly found its bottom before the end of January at 58.28. From there, she's like into a trading range between 64 and 71 for almost the whole year. Finally hitting a high, actually a double high in August on the 21st and the 20th. Oh, okay, the 21st, I'm believing, is going to be a Friday. And the 23rd, most likely going to be a Monday. All right, so, so that was the high. Get your four or five days of profit taken. Then this thing sinks to a new 90-day low. All right, back to where we were before we got interrupted. Uh, BKH, we were just taking a look at that. Let's check out the seasonality for BKH. She's sitting at 6669 which is kind of like in the middle, not really, it's not really moving up, down, it's kind of like going sideways for the past six months or so. So let's see seasonality-wise where we think she might be going in the next couple of weeks. All right, she's gonna go up a little bit to the end of the month, then she's gonna drop to the, to the next couple of weeks, next week, and then back up again. So it's, it's kind of up, but not, all the way, that makes sense. Okay, right until the end of February, and then she's gonna tail her off a little bit. Yeah, that could be the anomaly from that March fiasco when the pandemic struck. Was that not, wasn't last year, it was the year before, because that date is gonna mess everything up from now on until you know the 10 or 20 years goes by and is irrelevant data. But for the now, it is what it is. All right, so she's sitting at 67.01. She's going to go up for another week or so before she comes back down again. So let's take a look at the big chart and see what BKH is doing. BKH. All right, well, the buyers are uh, way down and the, the, the sellers are much more than two to one. More Twice the amount of sellers are, are buyers. Yet... The 50-day moving average is on a nice little uptrend. So, you know, that don't make me a happy camper. And I'm a little unhappy about the, the down, because I, I don't know. <clears throat> All right, so the 30-day high is 71.52, and the 30-day low is uh, 65.32, and that was yesterday. So I'm not sure if that's the bottom. I'd like to maybe wait another day or so to see if that is the bottom and she either moves upwards or sideways, one or the other. So I'm gonna pass on the rest of the details of BKH and go right to EMR, Emerson Electric.
Now, Emerson Electric started out the year last year at 82.42. By the end of January, she got the low of the year at 78.33. Now, it took about nine, eh, about eight months for it to hit a high, and it looks like almost like a triple high in the month of August, the 30th, the 31st, and the 3rd of September. All right there in that same 105.99 area. Now, from the high of the year, you got your normal profit taking five, six days, seven days, seven days of down, and it just kept on going for about two weeks before she finally hit some kind of support at 93, then went sideways for quite a bit. Um, in the last 30 days, we've had whoa, about seven or eight days that are going to the downside. So this one-year chart looked adequate, but the 30-day chart does not. Again, I would like to see some kind of stability with a baseline or support. It looks like it's it, it could be 89, um, you know, somewhere in the $89 area, but she's sitting at $90.29 at the moment. So I have no idea what the market maker um, gapped it down this morning. You know, so she closed yesterday at 93.03 and she opened up this morning at 91.41. So I'm not thinking that support there with the market maker dropping it, gapping it down. So that being said, let's move to the next one, which is 3M. What a wonderful company 3M is. Okay, so 3M started out the year last year at the low of the year at 168.23. Now, by the beginning of May, she hits the high of the year at 208.95. That's not that bad of an increase going from 168 to 205. Went sideways for a little bit, dropped down to a 198 trading area for a couple of months, and then dropped all the way back down to its year, to the price where it was a year ago, the 180 area. And just recently, she drops down again. She's sitting at 172 at this moment in time. She hit a low today at 168.01, and that could be the new bottom, but with five down days in the past two weeks, I'm gonna kind of want to wait a little bit to see if we have some better stability with 3M. But let's check out the seasonality, because if this is the bottom, we'll have an idea which way this thing might be going. Yeah, she's gonna go up maybe tomorrow, maybe, based on historical performance, what she did over the last 10 years. But then she's going to slide down. And that's just not conducive with what, what we want to do. American Water is next on the list. AWR. Now, AWR is a dividend king. Well, well, we already knew that. That's because we're looking at dividend kings. AWR, I thought I was looking at the achievers, but nope. All right, so AWR started out the year last year at $80.46. Found its bottom at the beginning of March at 70 14. 
Now from there, it's a I'm talking beautiful escalation from the low of the year in beginning of March to the high of the year um, at the end of December. Now, from the end of December to today, it's nothing but down. And it looks like she's trying to find some kind of a baseline, some kind of support here in the 90, $89, $90 area. Okay, she's sitting at 91.60 at the moment. Let's see what she could be doing if she follows her seasonal trends with our seasonality right here. There we go. Um, she's going to dip a little tiny bit and then go sideways. Hypothetically speaking, of course. All right. <clears throat> Let's take a look at the big chart and see what we can find out for AWR. AWR. Well, the 50-day moving average is really nice. However, some strange reason, the sellers seem to be overpowering the buyers in almost every single stock we've looked at so far. There's more sellers than there are buyers. And with it going down for the past couple of months, we want to find some stability at the base, at the bottom, which it could be. Because you know, we have a low, a 30-day low, on the 24th of January, which was yesterday, at 89.39. Okay, and she uh, opened up a little bit higher today. Well, I didn't know she opened up lower today. But it went higher. That could be an indication that that's the bottom. Not sure. We won't be able to tell for another day or so. Certain certainty. Okay, so let's take a look at the trade grid for AWR. Unfortunately, AWR is a monthly optionable stock, and that's just not something that we do here. All right, so next on the list, let's quickly take a look at Warren Buffett's list. All right, so Warren Buffett's holdings. There's three of them. Siri, Kroger, and Visa. So Siri is only having a one cent dividend. Now I don't know about you guys, but I'm not gonna waste my time chasing a one cent dividend. Okay, it's 1.4 cents. I don't know if that really matters, but you gotta invest all your money to buy a one cent dividend now. Kroger would be next. Now, we bought Kroger a bunch of times last year. Kroger started up the year at $34.57, found its bottom at the end of February at $32.04. From there, it's a beautiful escalation to the 90-day high of, what was it? $47.99. It took some profits, hit a low at... Uh, 38.17 and then continued to hit the high of the year. The high of the year was $50.15. I like that number. That's However, what I don't like is after the high of the year, we got five down days in a row, one up day, and then a gap down this morning. Okay, so a gap down this morning does not make me seem like this is a stable bottom 
stable bottom, which would be 45.28. And this is just not it. Well, other than that, I think I'm going to call it quits for today. I haven't made a single trade. The only trade that we made was the $860 for the lows. And I still have money to burn through. So tomorrow, we're going to have to buy something and try to make up that 150 bucks to get us our 1000 bucks. See if we can get uh, a little bit more to uh, offset my... Uh, down, I mean, shortcoming from last week. All right. Other than that, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. We're going to catch you guys tomorrow, and hopefully we can find something to do with the money that we have sitting here, because we're looking to uh, earn just a little bit more to get us over that $1,000 mark for the week. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. <laughs>if you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.